This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views or opinions expressed are those of our own. We do not offer any professional or medical advice. We are the Sinful Ladies. Join Miss Sin and Lady Croft as we talk about all the sinful subjects you can think of. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. It sounds like I have a frog in my throat, but uh, I swear that's not it. <laughs> it's the dicks in the mouth. Yes, it, it really is. <laughs> we are the Sinful Ladies, and I am Miss Sin. And I'm Lady Croft. Hey, guys. Hello. So we did have a week where we did not record. Yes, and that, that was my fault. I'm really sorry. <laughs> we both had... Um, weird things going on and neither one of us seemed to have a voice however mine was different than hers yeah mine was straight out allergies kicking my ass but yeah it could have been allergies for mine we still don't know i'm still waiting to follow up with the doctor but mm-hmm. yep i was in the hospital for a little while but i'm okay now i just still sound like i have a frog in my throat or something so, or yeah. something yeah i mean don just keeps saying i just need more dick now I am all for this. Maybe maybe it's you need more coding from the dick. <gasps> yes, that's it. So um guys, if you know any volunteers <laughs> and would like to help a poor girl's throat out, you know. I just I just need some help. Yeah. So. <laughs> but now we are we are back and we are ready to go. And oh my goodness. Um can I just say it's T minus 2 weeks? Is it really? Oh, I, yeah. Because I was thinking yeah. it's three, but no, it's really not. But yeah, no, it's two. Fucking excited! I'm ready. I need a vacation day because I need some time off. And yes, and we just need yes. to relax and party, party. And by party, we are talking about the club pool party. Yes, dun, dun, down dun. in OKC. So if you have not. Why haven't you run and go get your tickets now? Because you're not going to have a hope and a prayer of getting a room there. But you can still get rooms close by and come to the pool party and have a hell of a lot of fun. Yes. It's going to be great. Dawn's going to do the um, games. You and and Dawn are going to do the games on Saturday. Yes, we got to get organized because we are not organized yet. But Mm, mm. No, it's okay. Maybe I come over and I... Whip him into shape. <laughs> Actually, no. I should probably call um, a, a friend uh, uh, who's, who's down in OKC who Don is very afraid of. Because he, he's, like, he's like, no, 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 no. She doesn't do CBT. She, no, 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 no. She stays away from my stuff. Huh? Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Because he, 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 would, he would do whatever she said just to don't... Mm, because I guess she does sounding and stuff with Dick. Am I the right person? I don't know. Hmm. But she's cute. She sells uh, pure romance. Oh. And. Okay. I think. Oh, I know which one. Never mind. You got it now. We dare. Yes. We yes. got it, dare. Yes. Woo-woo. We got it. Our, our, our bestie brain wavelengths aren't quite up to snuff today but well i'm i'm we're both tired i think what it was is I, I heard the name and did not correlate to who didn't didn't put the two and two together i was i go by her her other name yes mm-hmm. 
So it throws me when a proper name is is yeah is like wait wait what yeah well I mean it's just like Don gets mad at me when I use his government name that that's yeah that's what I meant by proper name but yeah yeah no it's like government name what I'm like I'm sorry but I mean when I when I talk to you I use his government name because I'm not gonna call him Don this is weird Don <laughs> although it's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun. It's like um, when we went to the pool party, someone says, how do I address you? (laughs) I mean, well, and because they were probably like, like your real name, Sin, what, what? Yeah. Do I, do I say Sin or, or this? And I'm like, I mean, how do you know me as? Mm-hmm. That's how you address me. Very good point. Because that—that's what. Um, if you know me as sin, then that's what most people call me, and and I answer that. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then. Well, and I do find it hilarious that we were at the comedy club. Speaking of nicknames and knowing knowing what you know you go by, we were at the comedy club, and you're there with BT, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get his attention, and I'm saying his real name. Yeah. Over and over and over, and he's not listening to me. And then all of a sudden, I go BT, and he just turns around. And I was like, "All right, good to know." <laughs> he's like, "What? I I know my name, right? Right." <laughs> and it just made me laugh. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I was like, "All right, that that is that is good to know. Keep that in the back pocket for later, <laughs> just in case I need to pull that out." Yes. <clears throat> just yell BT in a crowd. Have him pop up. What? Yes, mm-hmm. me. What? Yep. What do you want? <laughs> yep. What you need? What you need? Who do you know? What do you know? But. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. I'm squirreling a little bit. My ADD meds, I don't feel like, are mine have wore working. Off. Mine have wore off by now. There, well, like, I feel like mine haven't been as effective over the last week, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because I've been taking so many steroids. That's probably been it, but not the good kind of steroids either. It's the stupid dexamethasone. <laughs> But it will be okay. Yes. But I am really, really yes. looking forward to the club pool party and then two weeks later to the shit show. I've never been to Eden's pool party. So I'm super excited because I've never been. Yeah, I've not either. But you're coming for the one day, yes? As far you, as I know. Doki doki. I don't know. Oh, well, it. I, I, I see peace. <laughs> I say, peace come. I mean, I know I worked yes. that day. Oh, oh, that's right. Because that's a Saturday. Yep. And I've already, you know, jacked with yeah. the other Saturdays off. But Well, true. And you guys are going to have another vacation in between the two pool parties. And yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a lot of, a lot of alcohol. Not for me. Well, not for you. But it's okay because that just makes you the DD. So you can be the herber for, for Don to make sure that, you know, he gets safely where he needs to go. That's why the others are there. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this year. Not my the, day to babysit him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Honestly, at, at the pool party, I'm I'm gonna kind of enjoy watching this because it's just gonna be fun. Being like, oh, okay, look, 
look, you, 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 you go, you go have fun with it. Oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, there's always so many hot ladies at the pool party. It's not even funny. <laughs> <sighs> and I'm already thinking of C and M, and oh my goodness, nom nom nom. So, because they're gonna come up again, which will be nice. Because I flirted with them heavily last year, and I flirted with them every time we've gone to like out to the bar and meet and greets here and. Mm-hmm. They've invited me places, but I've never been able to go. <laughs> do I know? Do I? I think I know what you see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yes. Yeah. Her tits are amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> sorry. My inner lesbian's coming out, guys. I'm sorry. I promise. I promise. I can keep her locked down and behave <laughs> when I need but to. But why should you? When I need to. But most of the time, I don't need to. So we have a lovely dilemma today. And by lovely dilemma, dumb, I mean dumb, dumb. It's kind of a shitty situation. It is kind of shitty, but. So. Um, so shall we just break into this? I think so. Okay. <clears throat> so um, our listener writes in, my husband, 37, and I, 31, have been together for 13 years. We recently started flirting with the idea of an open relationship and possibly even a third. Now. Reading that, I'm not quite sure if they mean like third as in poly third. That's kind of what it implies a little mm-hmm. bit more the dating side versus the swinging side, right? Because open relationships and poly don't necessarily correlate. Um, his friend lived with us for a year and it was the best time ever. It felt like what I imagine a true poly relationship would feel like, even though it was never romantic. But I definitely had a crush, and the energy brought into our relationship from him, the friend, Mm -hmm. was incredible. He cleaned and cooked with me and played video games with my husband, and we all came together for movies and stuff at night. So fast forward. They've had the talk, okay, and they have now are making dating profiles. She gets a lot of attention. As women typically do. Exactly. His profile was a little slower. Um, I ended up making a connection like, bleh. Take the tiny dicks out of the mouth, Lady Croft. (laughs) Fast forward. I ended up making a connection, being honest, following our guidelines. And just as I'm walking out the door for my very first date, my husband says, I can't believe you're really about to do this. After giving the okay. After giving the okay. I really don't want to break up our family to have experiences with new people. But nobody says you have to break up. Anything. So this caused a fight, mm-hmm. obviously, because it kind of feels like mm-hmm. almost like a bait and switch kind of yep. situation. Set up for failure. Mm-hmm. And his wife says, I, I feel kind of cheated and misled. I don't blame you. I'm a different person than I was when we met. And I do want to explore other people with common interests and just have some excitement and, and something for a change. I still love my husband, too. If I had the chance to do it over again, I would never choose monogamy. I want to be Polly. I am Polly. Right. Okay. So this so to me, it's like, okay, for her, the open relationship was this was a revelation for her. This is, you know, kind of how she should have been living. Right. This is this is coming to realization that this is where she feels she is in life And, and where she fits. Right. Um. But now her husband has deleted all of his online profiles and has no intention of putting any more into effort into looking and doesn't want me to either. 
I'm tempted to cheat. Any advice on what to do next? <sighs> like, there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack. Well, First off, start with communication. It, well, exactly. And it sounds like, okay, you were being upfront, you know, with him. Okay, here, here's our guidelines. Here's, you know, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. You know, being honest, following the guidelines. And then, like, it was, it was almost as if he didn't really believe you. It's almost like your husband didn't really believe you were going to go on the date. Like, you were just going to talk a big game, but that you were going to chicken out. Or something at the last minute because I just I can't understand why he would wait until like the literal last minute as she's walking out the door for the date to say that Mm. yeah you know like because I feel like like it just it, it just if if he's coming from a place of sincerity that like he just doesn't want to do this anymore because for some people, just talking about it can be, you know, the spice that they need in their relationship, et cetera. Um, you know, I mean, I enjoy dirty talk, you know. And right. so, like, I will role play with my partners. I'll role play with Gabe. I'll role play with Don, you know, and talk about, oh, well, we could do this and have this person be right. doing this. And, right. You know, and because and that just kind of like gets, gets the, it all heightens steamy. The, yeah, it heightens that um, foreplay. It, well, exactly. And it just, it enriches the experience but you know it kind of makes me wonder too you know you guys say you had the conversation about an open relationship and possibly even a third so my question would be did you guys sit down and discuss what each of those things looked like to each for each of you because if your idea of um, an open relationship or having a third, like a poly partner, looks one way and your husband's looks another way. Mm-hmm. But you guys don't ever define that for each other. So, you know, I know what your definition of an open relationship and a third looks like. And you know what mine looks like. Comprehensive communication. Exactly. We can kind of pass each other like ships in the night with communication while thinking we're being clear right. about communication because, and we've talked about this before, like defining. I think we talk about it quite often, but. <laughs> well, well, but like, like defining terms, like again, like what color right. red, you know, define play, right. define exactly. talking because just because talking is this for someone doesn't mean it's the same for everyone. Right. So I kind of am wondering if his version was your typical you know, and I say that with air quotes, you know, typical, right, you know, the, the idea of, of oh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a threesome, it's going to be another girl, we'll add another girl in and I'm the center of attention. And then once the profiles got put out there, and then he realized, oh, wait, I'm not as hot shit as I thought I was. <laughs> and now my wife's getting all the attention. Now I'm butt hurt, my feelings are hurt, right? So now I'm going to sabotage things. Now I'm having a a pity party. Yes. And now I'm going to try and sabotage things. Right. Because that literally is exactly what he was doing. Right. If you break down everything that... If you break it down If you break it down, him waiting until the very last minute to say, I can't believe you're about to do this. I don't want to break up our family. You know, or whatever. Like, as she's walking out the door for a date... Mm -hmm. You're going that's, to bring it up. That's sabotage. 
Yes. Because if it truly is bothering you and you're not bringing it up, okay, there are, and you're trying to not sabotage what's going on, but you still have misgivings about it. There are much better times to bring that up with your partner. Mm -hmm. Not as they're walking out the door. Right. For a date with someone else. That they're probably nervous as hell about because it's their very first date ever. Or whether it is or not, if for some reason you aren't able to self-soothe and you don't have a date night and you guys have been doing this for a while and you don't have a date night Mm -hmm. and your partner does, whether you're female or male, it doesn't matter who who it is in the relationship. If you can't self-soothe, then find something for yourself to do. Yep. So that way you're not sabotaging somebody else's chance to actually go out and enjoy a night out or do something. Um, for example, um, Don doesn't do it. But if I was to go out, you know, um, he goes out so much more than I do. If, if I was to go out, I wouldn't want him to do that to me. Mm-hmm. Nor would he want me to do that to him. Exactly. And so... If, if you don't have plans and, you, and you're not a person that can self-soothe and stay home by yourself and entertain yourself, then find something to do. Whether It, it doesn't have to be a date. It can go out with friends. It yeah. can be call your buddies over and play poker. I don't give a fuck what you do. You know. Exactly. Girls, go out and go to a movie. Go shopping. Go pick up a book. I mean, that's just me because I love to read. So I'm like, I'm like, pick up a book. Sit down and read. Find a hobby. You know? Like... Um, Take the dog to a dog park. Right. You know? Do something to keep your mind off of it. But don't don't inadvertently cause issues for your partner and, and sabotage their date night because it will become turnabout's fair play, mm-hmm. especially if it's becoming little things like that. And when you go on a date, don't 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 not expect your person to sabotage yours. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they should, but start 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 doing that little nitpicking back and forth starts becoming a bigger issue and starts well causing it resentment. Be, it becomes and, a, it becomes a tip for tat thing at yes. that point. Or, well, since you I did had this one, to me, you had one, and I had one. Now you had one. Mm-hmm. And if you start scorekeeping, it's not going to get you anywhere. And, and it's not going to get you anywhere. All it's going to do is cause conflict. Mm-hmm. Period. And Honestly, you really should sit down. The fact that your husband has deleted his profiles off of everything and said, I'm not going to try anymore, to me, is a cop-out. Just flat out is a cop-out because it's hiding his true intentions right. from you, which I'm not sure what his true intentions are. And if the, if he was truly, I am kind of butthurt because it's not happening for me. Okay, have have yourself a moment of a pity party. Yes, and it's Ex- okay to be upset or bummed that you're, or, or, or bummed that you know your partner's getting more attention than you are. But it does not give you That's the right normal. to self sabotage, especially if you guys are still at the point of allowing to go out. Don't 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 ruin it for someone else because it is a, a thing in which when when you are dating or going out or swinging or playing with couples. It's a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. You'll have a bunch of highs where you're constantly busy, 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 busy. busy, And then you're going to have some lows where you like maybe have one every once in a blue moon or it it comes and goes. There's it's a roller coaster ride. It's a wheel, you know, and what goes around comes around. Like, I mean, you might you your spouse might be getting all the attention Mm -hmm. right now, but then all of a sudden it'll drop off and then you're getting all the attention. 
and then vice versa. Right. Like it just it it, it nothing ever happens at the same time for everybody. It, it just doesn't. I mean, unless they're you know the stars just happen to align and it's just a miracle, and magic has been you know used or something. I don't know. But him deleting his profile and saying he's not going to put any more effort into this is to me a cop out to get what he wants right because he is trying to not talk to her about how he feels he's trying to use his behavior to emotionally manipulate her into doing what he wants her to do without him being the bad guy right and saying i don't want you to do this right and being blunt about it because well i'm just not gonna put any effort into it and then but Again, is he going to, every time she goes out on a date, is he going to, you know, have an right. issue when she walks out and, the door? And, too, if you don't want her to go out, don't do it as she's walking out the door. Mm-hmm. Because, for one... If you if you are genuinely having issues and you're like, I really don't want you to go out on this date, sit down with your partner. Mm-hmm. Talk to her about how you feel. Gentlemen, I know you listen to this podcast, okay? I love you. And I know that society at large has told you guys... Don't talk about your emotions. You don't don't cry. You just you know, most men. The only emotion that they learn is safe to deal with is anger, and so that's the emotion they default back to right. when they're hurt, when they're scared, when they're upset, when they're it's, feeling it's, when jealous, when they're feeling insecure. It all comes out as anger. It, yes, they they lash out exactly, and because that's what they're taught. That's what you guys are taught as as, as boys. Women, we are given the benefit of. We are expected to be emotional creatures. We are expected to be nuanced and sensitive and, you know, overdramatic and all on all kinds of things. So we are better at identifying different emotions. Right. But gentlemen, when you find yourself becoming angry at your partner for something that you both had previously discussed... And it like doesn't even going have to be out, for gentlemen. No, just but. in general. If you find yourself becoming angry a lot, and your partner is, you just basically because this guy picked a fight with his wife as she's walking out the door for a date. So, if you're angry at her, I can't believe you're doing this. Okay, stop. Why are you angry? Mm-hmm. There's another emotion. Anger is covering for something. What is that emotion? Right. Because th- once there's you identify that, that there's something that feeds that anger emotion. Is it hurt? Is it insecurity? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can guess, but I don't know. Right. Only you can sit down and look at yourself and go, okay, I'm feeling a little insecure mm-hmm. because, okay, I, I, and my insecurity is coming from a fear. Maybe it's the fear that you're going to leave me mm-hmm. because I'm not as, you know, as, as spontaneous as this person, or I'm not as great in bed as this person. And the only way that you can um, conquer those fears is to and, actually address them and conquer those insecurities is to address them and face them head on, acknowledge they exist, mm-hmm. acknowledge they're there, and then ask your partner for reassurance. Right. And that reassurance can look different for everybody. Right. It, so it truly can. Yeah. Because, okay, so for example, when. Gabe and I first got into this mm-hmm. and we would go out on dates and things like that. We had talked about reconnection sex, mm-hmm. you know, after dates. And at first I thought that was going to be a big thing for us. I was like, no, we need, we need to have reconnection sex like every time, you know, like right away. And that actually, I, I ended in practice ended up not working that way. Cause for me it was, 
It was no, I like my connection with you. And I felt like I was trying to force his and I's relationship and connection to be something different. To be, to be a, um, to, to try and like, like just by the act of having, you know, sex after having a date, it was almost like saying, no, 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 you're the most important to me. And it was like, well, no, hang on, because he is the most important thing to me and the most important person in my life. But forcing sex to make that to to hinge on that. Yeah. To put that meaning on the act was too much for us. And so we don't do that. I mean, if we if we need to, we do. But it's not it's not that practice that we have Mm -hmm. for some couples. It's really important Mm -hmm. to have that reconnection sex and have like a reconnecting, even not even necessarily sex, just a date or that intimacy Mm -hmm. that you have with your partner. Well, when Don and I first started, we did that a lot. Um. And it was, what it was, it was too, it was our reinsurance. Okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. We're all okay. We had a great time. You had a great time, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and we are still okay. Yeah. It, it was that reassurance of our, our relationship was still okay. And, uh, and some people like that's, that's important. And at the time it was for us, but we have grown past that now. And that's not something that we do. Now I, I see like if we've had, like when he had his ex and he'd go for weekends, you're exhausted. Yep. I, why don't you just rest? Mm-hmm. I'll sit right next to you and that can be our, our time together. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it's not something that neither of us have to have anymore. Um, I, I'm sound enough in my own self mm-hmm. and he's sound enough in his own self. And, and to, to have us work, you have to be sound in your own self. Um, exactly. And because ultimately, and I know for a lot of people, this is, this statement's not going to make sense. Um, and that's, and that's because, uh, and rightfully so, I'm going to probably make some more people mad, but they aren't okay with themselves. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a, it's a bandaid. Mm-hmm. It's a... It's, 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 it's a stopgap. It's a quick fix is, is really what it, it is. It's not even that. <clears throat> it's, it is not acknowledging your insecurities, your problems, your issues, your traumas. You're not addressing those. You're not, a, you're not addressing the source. You're addressing the symptom. You're not even addressing the symptom. You're not addressing anything. You are sweeping under a rug mm. and you are hoping that when you sweep something under that rug that... That it'll rug go does, away. <laughs> that it'll go away, but forgetting that when you sweep under the rug, that rug just lifts up and everything starts spilling back out. Mm-hmm. And eventually you will get tripped up by it. Yes. So to be okay with yourself, to be, you have to heal your traumas. Mm-hmm. You have to. And, and not everybody is going to, you know, be ready to heal no. all that trauma, but it acknowledge it and try and work on it and process Especially it. Especially if it's holding you back from one particular piece, like. And, and, and I hate to say this, but nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, let this soak in for a second. If you are having an anger issue moment, you know what your problem is, mm-hmm. but you will not acknowledge, accept, or, or admit s- say, admit, or even want to be defeated by it. But ultimately, that trauma is winning because it is giving you an anger issue. 
And mm-hmm. when I say that, so for example, um, me and I'm going to say my abandonment issue. And I've had that and I've rediscovered recently that I had only put that on the back burner and it's just been sitting back there. And I was talking to a client and realized that I have never dealt with this one. And it kind of was like, oh, crap. And and I wasn't having any issues with it. But I was like, oh, bitch, you just set that on the back corner. Because with the issues with my mom, I dealt with a lot of my traumas. And I've actually conquered most of them, except for that one. Mm-hmm. And that one, I was just pulling back, well, I'll do it later. And I never wanted to address it because there was a lot that tied into that. Well, a lot, all the things that tied into that one thing could easily have caused me to spiral off into different directions. And, but now that I'm tackling it, how I think about how the abandonment issue is, it no longer really plays into effect in me. Um, because as how that, how <clears throat> issues out, if someone's leaving me, I've, I've now have my mindset onto, um, with, without even necessarily feeling in the blinks. Did I do something wrong is my first question. I did not. Mm-hmm. Even though they may have said I did, I know I did not. So to me, that's saying they are the ones that have an issue and has a problem with something and they are projecting. So as long as I know I am right in what I did, and if they aren't willing to tell me what their issue is with me, then it obviously is not going to be something that is going to get fixed and I need to accept that this particular relationship is moving forward now and yep. it is stopping and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's my fault I'm not going to put that blame on me I'm not going to be scared that they're leaving because it just means that this time in life it's time to move on and so I have learned that the abandonment issues you know it, it is is part of growth in life and you have to be able to move forward and if you can't stop to figure out what those things are to stop you, you're going to get stuck in a certain spot and you're not going to go anywhere, which is going to allow you to be angry and bitter and upset. And all those things are going to control mm-hmm. you and you're not going to be able to experience this lifestyle to the fullest because you're going to get stuck in these situations where your person's going out, your primary is going out on a date and now you have got stuck in the pity party the, I don't get this, I don't do this, and this isn't happening for me, instead of being happy for your partner and going, okay, she's and, getting her time. And that's time not or, to say that, you know, everyone needs to be happy for your partner. Like, no. seeing your partner, right, you shouldn't feel like, oh, I feel joy, because that's what compersion is. Right. And we've talked about compersion before. It's, right. It's feeling joy or happiness for your partner and being happy in their other relationships. Right. And not everybody will feel that. No. And that's okay. Exactly. Um, but... If you are like like this guy where something is bothering you and you can't say it until your partner's like just out the door for a date, mm-hmm. there's there's an underlying issue. Mm-hmm. And you, and I'm talking to the husband here, you, you brought it up. You have to figure out what that issue is and, and bring you, that and bring that to your and, wife. And you have to get all your ducks in a row, so to say, before you just mm-hmm. throw it out there. Yeah. Because this isn't about something that she has done mm-hmm. because you guys have had a talk. You guys have talked about this. You guys made profiles. 
you know, she was following your guidelines, being open and honest and communicating about everything Mm -hmm. and, you know, doing all the things she thought that, okay, this is what we talked about. This is what we agreed on. Okay. If you need more, then you have to define what that more is. You can't just come to her and say, well, I need more. If you're going to keep doing this, I need more. You need more of what? You need more reassurance. You need more one-on-one time. You need more what? Because if you're saying that you need something more from her Mm -hmm. for her to keep doing this, then you have to tell her what that something more is. Right. Because you can't just simply say to your partner, well, I mean, for, for example, you're different. Okay. How am I different? Well, I don't know. You're just different. No. Like, is it like how I'm like, I'm acting, I'm talking, I'm dressing, I'm texting, I'm, I'm hugging, I'm touching. Like what give specifics Mm -hmm. if you can. And sometimes it's hard to pinpoint a feeling and to be able to say, well, this feels different because this Mm -hmm. but that's where introspection Mm -hmm. has its place because that's where you have to sit down and think okay why does this feel different to me oh okay so it feels different that you're different in the car because in the car before you would always say open the door for me Mm -hmm. and now you're not opening the door for me now I'm opening the door for myself and just getting in like that's not a big deal but like if you started out the relationship, you always opened the door for me and now you're not, my brain's going to go, ooh, red flag, something's different. Ooh, this is weird. This is right. weird. This is weird. If every night you said, good night, baby. And all of a sudden you went night or you don't say it at all. Yep. Or nothing happens or, you know, you even go into the point of flirting. Yep. Mm-hmm. You used to flirt with me all the time. And now I don't get anything or I might get it once a week or I, I can understand in relationships, in, in marriage, well, the longer you're together, you become yeah. comfortable and things change. And and so when you see it happening with a, a, a person and their partner, it's because that's new energy mm-hmm. and different energy doesn't mean that, you know, like with Don and I, we're going on 29 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do things different than we did when we first got married. Yep. Some of it's a hell of a lot better. Some of it's like, yeah, we got comfortable. <laughs> yep. But he knows, and I know, where we are with each other. Well, and and, and the biggest thing here is... But we also have a different kind of communication. Yes. But <laughs> Well, and, and honestly, you know, lo- looking at all of this, you know, it... you. you the wife doesn't come right out and say that she agreed to not go out anymore. But given that she said she feels like cheating, it kind of sounds like she felt backed into a corner to say, oh, OK, mm-hmm. I, I guess I won't do this anymore. But she she feels like she's polyamorous, like she's been polyamorous. Mm-hmm. She's realized, no, this is who I am. If she could go over and do it again, she would not choose monogamy. That is huge. Right. That is so huge because as a society, we are taught from, you know, a young child, you have one soulmate, you have, you know, your one true love that you're supposed to get, and then you're supposed to marry that person and never divorce them and all all sorts of stuff. But it's one of those, for those of us that realize polyamory is a part of who we are, realizing that and accepting that is a huge relief. But now you're dealing with someone who has realized they're poly 
and has now realized, crap, is my partner not Polly? Or is not into this like they said they were? Right. Because, you know, there, there there's a lot more conversation that needs to happen here with your husband. Because you guys need to sit down. You guys have been married for 13 years. So mm-hmm. you guys know each other. Okay. Which means you probably are in, honestly, a, a bad, stale communication habit. And I say that because Gabe and I have been married for 13 years this year. <laughs> and um, we had to go back to, you know, counseling several years ago because we thought our communication was great. It was shit. <laughs> it was shit. We, well, you get comfortable with your partner, especially your spouse. Well, yeah. And, and then, and then you, you just like you and I talking. You're like, oh, we have gotten kind of. Well, and like, for example. For lack of better words, lazy. Well, and this uh, this is a great example for me. Um, when I met Dawn and started dating Dawn, I realized how lazy my communication level was with Gabe mm. because Gabe and I have similar communication styles right so and I also had gotten comfortable with him because I'd been married to him for so long right Don has a very different communication style than I do he has a different communication style than most well and it was it, that was entirely new to me right and so Don and I had to work really really hard that first year mm-hmm. to learn what each other was saying and how to say things to each other you know what's funny is and we still work on it it's 31 years of us being together we still have to do that yeah we still have to go wait a minute uh let's break this down a second because i don't think i'm on the same i'm on the same page but our paragraphs are different and i need to know what you mean by this red shirt yeah well because again when you're with someone for a long time, like 13 years, like, you know, this couple's been married, you can get kind of set in your ways without realizing it and set in your communication patterns without realizing it. So you need to sit down and really break it down. And it might sound really stupid to sit down and go, okay, I need you to tell me ex- what, is, what does this look like to you? What does us having a third look like to you? Because maybe for the husband, it's not a polyamory third like the wife's thinking maybe it's he just wants a threesome in bed Mm -hmm. he just wants you know an additional person in bed Mm -hmm. because that is vastly different that is on the opposite end of the spectrum from a polyamory triad right which is what the wife was thinking right and then if he is still okay well no we would add a third person into our relationship okay what does that look like would that person be you know, would that person live with us? Would that person be male, female, etc.? Because when she wrote in, she's talking about how she was very attracted to his friend, mm-hmm. who's a gentleman. So, is she wanting a third? But as a as a uh, having a guy come in and be the third, is her husband okay with that, or is he just assuming? Oh no, it's going to be a girl because this is how it's it, it should be. And because, that's because that's and, typically and having, what's thought process. And, it, and, well, it's it's the stereotypes of right. of polyamory and non-monogamy or in 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 societies, right? You know, so you need to really sit down and think. Okay, don't just assume that I know what you're talking about. Explain this to me as if I have no idea what you're talking about, and. You might see, you might be like, oh my God, this is so stupid because you know what I mean. No, I need you to explain it to me as if I don't. 
because somewhere along the lines, you and your husband are not communicating well. Right. And the comprehension, the, the is not there or or the lack of communication completely. Yes. You know, it, it's not like you're, you're having communication, but it's not a complete communication. Well, it's a broken communication. Well, and like you said earlier, it's like he set her up to fail. Mm-hmm. And did he do that on purpose? Was he, is Probably he looking not. for a way out of the marriage? Cause some people will do that. Some people will get into um, swinging or polyamory as you know, and, and what they think of as an easy out of their relationship right. because society, you know, looks down on this kind of thing. So it'll be a way to set things up to where, to where, I Oh, can... it implodes. No, it's not my fault. Right. You know, so you need to, you know, tag, take a hard look at him too and go, okay, are you, are you still wanting this relationship with me? Or is this your way of saying you want to be done? Mm-hmm. Because there are people who will do that. They will, they will set you up to fail. And because at this point, you know, you're now saying, I feel like I, I'm feeling like maybe I should cheat. Okay. So that's not the best way to go about it. I'm just yeah, going to say that. Yeah. Like cheating is never a good right. thing. Um, just no, just don't do it. That just adds more, more stress, more drama, more, more problems and issues. It, exactly. And I know it may feel like you have to kind of pump the brakes a little bit and slow down. I'm not saying stop your polyamory journey. I'm not saying stay in this monogamous marriage and, you know, be unhappy and, and, and be unhappy and don't be yourself. But if you love this man and you value your relationship and your marriage with him, pump the brakes, slow down a little bit take some time to work on your communication with him. Right. Because if you can work on your communication with him and pinpoint, because maybe it is, he's just having a pity party and he's just upset because he hasn't found Mm -hmm. that person, you know, that just clicks with him. Right. Then say, okay, well, how can I help you find that person and see what you can do to potentially, you know, help that you know progress because like on some sites, putting expectations on things that you can't control anyway exactly exactly because you can't control another person mm-hmm. what uh, i want you to like me well i can't control that well it for example it's like when you try to do a full swap with a couple mm-hmm. and you you and you know the, the guy are hitting it off like really really well mm-hmm. and the wife you know is like uh, and you and you talk to Don and and he talks to his wife and they're like, oh, yeah, no, this will be great. And then the wife and Don get together and it's like, no, <laughs> which has happened before. Yeah, it's happened before. But, well, you know, because then again, full swap couples, it's for some of them, it's no, we, we both swap or we don't we don't swap at all. So then at that point, it's OK, well, hang on, because one of us has said no. And now the other, you know, so n- now you've got, you know, conflict going on there right. and trying to figure out because. If you try to um, have it be and, well, you can only go on a date when I have a date. That can be very, very difficult. Right. Because if someone doesn't, isn't having dates, then they're basically restricting the other person from experiencing these things. Right. Like, you can't do it until I do it. It's not fair. I mean, because heavens to Betsy, if it's a tit for tat, Don's going to have to stop. <laughs> Because I've got to catch up. I mean, I don't know. He, he's kind of a man ho. It's okay. Oh, we like it. This. Okay, let's just pause this conversation <laughs> for a second. So we went to the pool today. Uh huh. I'm sure he told you this story. Nope. 
Oh, we went to the pool today, and he's wearing his tank top that says Man "slut." Oh, and it has the the U is an upside down pineapple. Mm-hmm. And we're in the pool, and <laughs> <laughs> he's in the living room going hush. And so he puts this tank top on, and you know, minding his own damn business. And all of a sudden, this dude goes, "Dude, I like your tank top." <laughs> and I had to look because I was like, I don't even know what the fuck he wore today. Dude, that's got upside down pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know we're trying to just play cool like yeah that's, that's cool and you can hear him talking and all this and i can guarantee you he's already seen tiktoks <laughs> or something that explains what an upside down pineapple is he's like i know what you and the are wife is like huh <laughs> what like what what's going on why what? is this funny <laughs> It said slut, like, <laughs> you know. Like I don't get it. But, like, do you but want it pineapples? Was, what? But yeah, it was it was kind of funny. But yeah, no. So you know, if if it's going to be a tit for tat type of thing, then I mean, Don's going to have to stop because I got to catch up. But that's just not how that thing works. It, it's well, I mean, hell, he would have had to stop before you all got married. <laughs> <laughs> True. Because <laughs> you'd still be catching up. Good God. <sighs> But yeah. Let alone now, Good right? Lord. But it's one of those things. It's if for some reason he didn't have you or anybody else, mm-hmm. and and I was dating BT. It's it's that thing where he can he can be okay. I'm I'm happy that you are experiencing this and that you get that you get that joy. I'm I'm happy that you are happy and yes. you know type of thing and can still be bummed that maybe you know right. that, that he's and not completely. out you know but at the same time it's one of those but it's you, also you can't let that bumness start taking you over every day and it, causing exactly more issues for yourself and and you can't take your you know mopey mood or you know upset the fact you know because like this this husband is obviously upset because he didn't get any attention right from you know or as an much attention as his wife did right. when they made their, their profiles. And so it just makes me wonder if he's basically throwing a fit to try and make the, you know, prospect of the lifestyle seem bad now because he's feeling rejected and he feels this way. And again, he shouldn't be taking out those, how he feels about something onto his relationship with his wife but we all do it we all take our emotions out on our people right. we don't mean to do it no you know at least most of us don't mean to do it the ones right. who do mean to do it are narcissists and sociopaths but that's yeah. a whole other story <laughs> that's a whole other episode but um you know it, it's gonna happen but that's when you know you as wife need to sit down with him and say okay hey this wasn't okay you know what happened when I was going out for my date, was not okay for you to throw that at me as we walked out the door. Right. And then you're telling me basically that you want monogamy after we've had this conversation. And I've and you need to say to him, if you haven't already, that you realize that you truly are polyamorous. Right. Because, you know, and you can just tell him what you said to us, that if you could go back and do it all over again, you would not choose monogamy. Right. And that in and of itself, that's a huge thing. And he needs to hear that. But, as a caveat to that, if you are still wanting to choose your marriage with him, you need to reassure him when you say, I would not go back and choose monogamy again. I would choose you again. because, And that could be part of his fear mm-hmm. that I didn't find anybody. You found somebody and you're going to go out with somebody. Mm-hmm. What if I lose you? Now, again, he needs to do that introspection 
he needs to figure out what 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 what's his deal is he you know a- afraid he's going to lose you is he insecure about the fact that you're getting more attention than he is um you know what what's what's going on he needs to open up about his feelings and i know it's hard for guys to do that if they haven't practiced it right okay but every little bit helps honestly have him listen to this podcast exactly because we talk about it all the time talk about your feelings mm-hmm. communicate how you feel and, and you know and it's one of those things too um we as as people in general um notice when things change or yeah like in relationships and if you're a person that starts out like don for example he is definitely a communicator on text or whatever realm that you guys are using he's definitely a communicator where he's i mean he he puts his full self into a relationship on or i don't even want to say necessarily a relationship but when he is talking with someone yes he he never lets them not feel less than yes um and that's an expectation that you can expect from him and if something changes and he backs off there is a derivative to that so meaning either you've changed there there is a reason for it right and you need to figure out is that because of something you have said or done mm-hmm. or is that because of you something, know some, something the that lack you don't some, know about or the lack of something you now do yeah because if you are a person that you guys say for example um uh, well constantly every morning was a whole conversation of how you slept for the first 10 minutes of how just how you slept and all of a sudden you've not said this he's going to notice well, and most people would. Well, for for example, um, so I used to always be in the habit of when I would leave work, I would always call somebody mm-hmm. on my way home, and nine times out of ten, um, it was like my dad just to just have because my dad does the same thing. He would have right. these like little, like five minute, two minute conversations, like in the car in between places, and so I got in the habit of doing that with him, and then we had kids, and I stopped doing that. And my dad actually brought it up to me the other day that he misses those calls and he doesn't, he didn't know why they stopped. And, you know, like he just, he just missed the fact that I used to just, you know, call him, you know, randomly, maybe, you know, once or twice, you know, every, every week or so. And I don't do that anymore. And I said, well, I kind of got out of the habit of it because, you know, we had kids and da, da, da. But I didn't know that was a big thing that he was missing. Oh, yeah. I, like, and, and that's, that's my dad. That's not even a, you know, a romantic relationship. Like that's, you know, and w- which is just goes to show you communication is a big thing and people will notice changes. They'll notice changes in friendship. They'll notice changes in coworkers. Mm-hmm. Um, so the coworkers that are secretly fucking that think nobody, you know, knows we all know. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all know. And it's one of those, like, you think you're being you know, secretive and, and, you know, you're being totally above board and, you know, not playing grab ass. We all know. Right. It's one of those, it's one of those people notice the changes. So when you notice the changes, say something. Right. And, and so what, 
with that, if you've noticed something with her or your spouse or whatever, you, it, basically what it comes down to is you're going to have to break down your feelings, figure out what it is that you want, what you don't want. And talking about your feelings is scary because it, it requires you to be vulnerable. It does. And, and it also brings out the um, possibility of fear and mm-hmm. well re- it, because re- being vulnerable means that you are opening yourself up to hurt right and rejection and things like that not being and accepted that's scary. And, yeah and it is scary and and to think that oh my goodness they might, might might leave me or they might not or they you know whatever the case may be it's breaking that down and and, and trying to be able to um Work on yourself so that way you can enjoy even just life period better. Yeah, exactly. Work on yourself, but work on yourself to work better with your partner. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can't work on yourself just for yourself, can you work on yourself for your partner? Because a lot of people will, but you have to be genuine about wanting to do it. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to take the time to look at yourself and to answer those hard questions, you know, because is it? Was he just throwing a jealous fit? Right. Who knows? He knows. He does. No, it's just get and him to admit it. it. Well, and and that's not saying get him to admit he's jealous. It's get him to admit that what he's feeling. Get him to admit what's going on. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. What is feeling. And this is probably not going to be a one and done conversation. It never usually is. Right. Um, usually it's multiple conversations over and over. Um, I know I have multiple conversations with my partner sometimes of, okay, are you mad at me? Okay. I, I just, I just, I just need to know that this is okay. You said this is okay. Right. Right. And I will ask that question sometimes multiple times <laughs> and then I get it. Yes, it's okay, baby. I love you. Pat. And I'm like, okay, I just want to be sure you're, you're sure. Right. you like, I just, cause my, my anxiety in my head just goes right. And will spin me up if I don't get that reassurance to spin me back down. Right. So it's going to be hard. But it's worth having because I can tell you from experience that you put the effort into communicating and strengthening your relationship with your husband. It will pay dividends in any other poly relationships Mm -hmm. that you end up in down the road. Right. Because you already have that foundation that you've worked with your spouse that you can then take to another relationship. Right. And, you know, poly is not for everybody. Nope. But. For those of us that it is, it's amazing. And it it's is. well worth it. It is. And I hope that you guys have figured out something from this. I know we rambled and, and kind of spun off and everything, but um, that's how we do it. So <laughs> You should be used to us by now. But anyways, yes. And if you guys have more questions or, or thoughts or anything like that, then um, let us know. Yes. Send us a message. We have all the platforms out there. Yeah, holla. Yes. And if there's any volunteers to, you know, coat my throat, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I don't know. But um, you can listen to us. Yep. Mm Fullstopradio.com. Download the app on Android and the App Store. We're Thursdays. Yep. We're on on Thursday afternoon and evening, 3 p.m. and 9 p.m., I believe. Kinky Frame Minds on Fridays. Mm -hmm. There's like, I think, 63 different Yes. I I just saw the other day that... Miss Amanda said something about like 63 different shows. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Don's like, like we whoa. need to get 69 out there. Fuck yes. 69. <laughs> wine, Don, and 69 me. Sorry. I got all excited for a second. There you go. <laughs> well, guys, um, get your party tickets. And, um, yeah, and hey, if you're there, come out and say hi. Because we will be there. 
you cannot miss us. Yeah. We will be in a big old tent by the pool. Yes. So come out, yes. say hi, flirt with us, flirt with Don, ask to see his balls, he'll show them to you. Or his unicorn. <gasps> oh my God, yes. You need to see his unicorn. He does Ever. have one of those. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So with that, guys, stay sinful. <laughs>